here in the internet, here shh, back in the in the background there, here in the internet, we we are always the ones to be first to know everything that's coming that that we predicted all of the tech and the magic and the spells and the 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 um well we we we're right here on the cutting edge right and tonight we're going to explain to you how welcome to the mosaic arc Okay, we can't. We have to start tonight by reading the chat on UATV, and mm -hmm. we have from Nibmeister, who is to be celebrated as one of our digital backers for Draco Chemicus, and is loving Act One. Yes, <laughs> we're so stoked. That's just that. That's I'm it. very we can, happy. We can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> and and also yeah i don't need any other feedback no, that's it that's we it we don't need we're, any we're, other Nibister, you win right it's it's like we, 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 we yeah we can go home now happy because we have a reader <laughs> <laughs> and you all should take his advice and say yes this is this is definitely worth reading so um, for digital backers, there it, those of you who are watching us, you know, in in the Mosaic Arc as well. Uh, there should have been a message for you about where to find your PDF, as promised. Um, print backers, everyone has been sent the backer survey to send us shipping addresses, and you will be getting your books and cards and pictures and all of those good, wonderful, good things as soon as we can get them to you. I mean, this is we're we're up against the. Um, the Christmas print time uh, now for our, our printer. So we will get them to you as soon as we possibly can. Um, but the books are beautiful. We've had, we've been teasing everyone with a few glimpses of the cover and the interior and such like that. There, there will be more showings um, in, in the next few weeks for sure. Uh, but the book is coming out and um, if you like it, we'd love to hear from you and and send us your your in depth and detailed reviews, and we'll we'll put them in our newsletter for sure. Um, next mm -hmm. week we have a return guest who helped us with our storytelling marathon back in June when we were finishing up the Kickstarter. Patrick Coffin is going to be back on the Mosaic Arc live next like next Wednesday evening um, with some new mind tricks. Right. And we're going to talk more about storytelling and maybe tell you yet more backstory about 
where all of our poetry work is coming. But tonight, after we mourn the fact that the roosters, this is the roosters last night on camera. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Justice for roosters. <laughs> Al Capone is going to be taken to a farm, <laughs> a very special farm where he can roam around and make as much noise as he wants. Oh, that's he's, good. He's been raving. That's good. He's been raving too hard. He raved. He uh, raved too village. hard to the village. The village has cast he him did. out. <laughs> he's now. He's now a leper. A rooster leper. <sighs> yeah, which is funny. Because uh, you know, if uh, <laughs> if you know anything about the wildlife in Australia, you know the birds are very loud here. But yeah, people don't like the rooster, so I was uh, I was very sad. I was handed a notice that I had to get rid of him. <laughs> the discrimination and, um, against roosters, as opposed yeah. to I don't know, I I'm still rooting for you to get that parrot. I, I think I think we need we need to we need yeah. we need to do a, a GoFundMe for Kilts to get the most expensive and long-lived parrot she can, and we'll test its vocal cords first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ooh, I mean th th this will be maximum decibels. This will be your your pirate parrot. It should definitely learn some salty yes. salty phrases. I, I think I, 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 <laughs> then and then and there are they endangered? Are they count as endangered there or licensed or? traditional fauna um, what do it's like what would some protected category surely for the for the parrot so that no matter what it says your neighbors are stuck with it <laughs> we could we could try to make rude I've, remarks about the ladies well yeah the the, the potential <laughs> the options are unlimited there <laughs> could train it to swear in different languages Ooh. just to keep it interesting Keep it spicy. I've had some great suggestions this morning since I broke the horrible news. Casey said that I should start learning the bagpipes, which is absolutely A another good option. On the card. Another <laughs> how dare they challenge your culture? Yes. This, 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 this yeah. Is, uh, yeah. If you can play amazing greats on the bagpipes. We'll we'll be we'll be in good shape. Right? Oh, you could All you right. could play our opening tune on the bagpipes, right? The the herring of hell that we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get some bagpipes and a hurdy gurdy and just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so this is this is the, the, yeah. uh, the news segment of of tonight's episode. So the rooster of alas, we will we have to like wake the rooster and celebrate him this evening, or your daytime. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> watching watching your emails for updates about the progress of Draco Alchemicus into the physical world. And Patrick Coffin next week on the the show doing more tricks with um well he 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 does have the deck the deck of our cards right our our special um, Draco Alchemicus mm -hmm. cards which those of you who who backed us at the tier the dog tier and higher levels will be getting your cards as well they are beautiful I I love playing with them and 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 you win at yeah, solitaire very frequently with the, our with our decks okay so patrick will be with us next week and we'll do more storytelling and magic and stuff but t tonight tonight pat says now they come for rooster masculinity yes okay so tonight we are going to prove that we have here in the mosaic arc because of our deep research all the predictions that anybody's ever going to need all, all of them, of them. <laughs> all of them it's like i here in in the world of the internet you all know 
that we're all desperately trying to read the patterns and, you know, see how the stories are fit fitting together and break the spells and, and all of that. Well, we, we have the key. The, the absolute ultimate key of breaking, <laughs> breaking the internet. Well, the thing is, it's, 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 big... it's, it's, it's the secret to the, the merchants of light. Right. It's like it's, it's even even in the in the, the some of the main characters in here are they are. Um, that they, they, 12, there are 12 of them that that go into foreign countries under the names of other nations who they're spies. Right. Um, who bring us books and abstracts and patterns of experiments of all other parts. And these are called merchants of light. We have access mm -hmm. to the 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 um, pirates of the internets, the pirates, the actual true mm -hmm. pirates, the ships that sail in the light to, to to gather all knowledge and patterns and experiments and truths, and 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 therefore we're smarter than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I mean, so the thing is, the problem with seeing too many patterns is everybody thinks you're nuts. So, <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. you know, yes. sitting around declaring yourself, you know, high IQ and and you know, highly trained and this and that, it it doesn't help if nobody understands what you're talking about. So we're going to try to break it down in 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 in, in into a, a a systematic proof that we have the access to all true prophecies. <laughs> Nibmeister, you're going to kill the rooster and read his entrails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That, that is a path we had not considered. <laughs> Prof, I guess you're telling me is I have to double back as a digital backer. Well, I, I mean, you know, we, so we only, so this is, this is actually appropriate because we backed up to some of our subsequent um, volumes right and we also are going to have to do a reveal because we actually have a new artist working for us for the the next act and you know we we, we need yes. we need to fund um her work it's a she this time um but we didn't we didn't we at you know we did really well on our kickstarter we we're in the top 25 percent. i did i did the calculation because i'm that kind of that kind of um geek nerd whatever math right i did the math on um you know how many how many kickstarter uh back kickstarter what's it are they called projects um funded at the different mm -hmm. levels in the different categories for you know what we did and such and where we are we are we did so well we're in the top 25 percent of kickstarter projects ever right of of, of the things that are backed in in the different tiers alas we are a high quality um art project and we need more money <laughs> so there will be <laughs> the gold digging continues the gold digging continues i mean we, we sent we're gonna send kilts out into the outback to get find where those mines are right and uh, i'll be out there with a bucket and a shovel bucket in about the shovel. two weeks time and I might, you know, I can go back up into the to, to the mountains somewhere in Colorado, but they're 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 mining molly there, molybdenum, and I'm not sure that'll help us with our gold digging. So, uh, yeah. So you guys, you guys, buy the book. <laughs> it will help the, the You'll keep us out of the mines. Yes, yeah, so keep us out of the mines, and it will. You know, you're gonna yeah. love our. We love, love, love Zay as our 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 opening artist, but our mm -hmm. our artist for Act Two. You're gonna love, love, love. Mm -hmm. 
it, it goes dark in in very yeah. appropriate ways um after after act one so you know give us give us your gold we'll we'll, we'll still be making please but mainly right now just buy the book okay but <laughs> but what we wanted to do tonight was give you a bit more of the uh, research that we've done in order to bring you the most accurate predictive love story you'll, you're going to encounter anywhere, internet or otherwise, um, and that we've been you know working on the research for several years now. There's bibliography and such on the the website behind the scenes and such, and and this is definitely one of the books that's 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 pointed there, but. How is it that our characters, time traveling that they are, going back into the Elizabethan period and forward into the Industrial Revolution and back into the Commedia dell'arte period, um, Enlightenment and forward into, oh, who knows where they end up, right? How are our characters going to show you the way that the spells are cast? Well, there's a there's a primary source that we have that we want to work with you but work through with you tonight that is apt i mean flat out terrifying in its in its predictability or predict pre, predictive ability there you go the it's, pre, yeah, it's it flat is. out terrifying in its predictive ability about the kinds of technology that we are encountering in our life as we speak and are worried about now let's let's mm-hmm. let's play the reverse the reverse on this. How old do you think this book is? <laughs> Fat, honestly, I knew you'd regret offering a tier for someone to pre-order all five books. Not in the least. Not in the, we we regret nothing. But we <laughs> give us hope. <laughs> There's readership for the entire in the entire story. <laughs> And then you, being <laughs> eager to get the rest of it, will tell everybody else about it and, you know, buy the book so that, you know, we can all enjoy mm-hmm. it. So this is fine. So the, the this this terrifyingly accurate prediction about the, the, the paths of the merchants of light on, on, on the um, oceans of the world, internal and, ex- and, 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 and interior and exterior. How old do we think, how, how old would you think this book is? 10 years. 50 years, right? A hundred years, hundred. Usually, usually people, you know, like I, okay, I, I can get catty because I'm a medievalist and my goodness, the people who think a hundred years ago was a long time ago. They're people still alive. <laughs> and we're born a hundred years ago. It's only a lifetime. It's a long lifetime. Yes. But 200 years. I mean, you know, you start getting into the age of the United States and think people, oh, you know, basically unimaginable t- generations passed from 1776 not that old right it's it's, it's okay eons, of, eons time. of time maybe the enlightenment right if we had if we had a, a book that was so old it went back to voltaire and his masonic it was it was voltaire mason i don't know right the the enlightened it was, a it was a something the rationalist you know predicting all of their yeah. um encyclopedia and their technology and such prior to the industrial revolution but yeah you know that's 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 several hundred years ago right that that would be old enough, wouldn't it be? I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> Maybe older. Maybe. I would assume. You know, usually because we're always saying, "Okay, it's nineteenth century." Like everything seems to land <laughs> in the nineteenth century. 
country. So like, I think, okay, maybe it is, but maybe <laughs> it's a trick because this sounds like science fiction. What you're describing, like that so, it could pre it could predict the the light, the, yeah. the the use of light for communication as we are using mm -hmm. now, or it could predict, I don't know, towers half a mile high, or genetic um hybrids of of plants and animals yeah that that 19th 18th 19th century yeah yeah i like i would my my gut feeling would be i'd place it around the 19th well you'd be wrong we're all into the science <laughs> i'm wrong <laughs> maybe 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 how old is this what how old is this? How old? How old indeed it is. Well, it's it's got ships in it, right? So we'll we'll say mm -hmm. it's it's you know period of the high seas, maybe early eighteenth century with when the actual like famous pirates, um, Robinson Crusoe and well he's not a pirate but Daniel Defoe writes the story of Robinson Crusoe and the pirates possibly right? Okay, so maybe 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 early eighteenth century pirates. That sounds like something is moving in the background. We've got all the animals today. Um, it's older than that, right? We are going to take you back in our reading today to 1624 in a book that's actually published in 1627. It's written in 1624, right? <laughs> to someone who's born in the Elizabethan period, 1561, in fact, um, mm -hmm. uh, survives Elizabeth's reign, which is pretty cool because he's a member of parliament throughout throughout a lot of that period. <laughs> and, you know, doesn't get his head chopped off or he anything. He ran the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> survives, survives, in fact, into James I's reign. Now, if you are good Protestants and we're celebrating last week, the 5th of November and then the blowing thereup of parliament, which didn't happen, um, our, our character, our, 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 our authority tonight was knighted by James I in 1603, um, appointed attorney general in 1613, made Lord Chancellor, created Baron Verulam, I'm not sure how to say that, Verulam, in 1618, and Viscount St. Albans in 1621, at which point he was impeached for accepting bribes. Whoops. <laughs> manages to survive until 1626 when he dies age 55 okay so what's interesting is like that is not the career of the person that it, it's it sounds like we're going to be meeting tonight if he's going to have these prophetic it should be like john d right reading crystal balls yes. with angels in them and, and such like this. No, no, no. This is, a, this is a barrister who's a member of parliament who writes essays on learning and, and, um, oh, well, he did publish an advertisement touching a holy war in 1622, but I haven't read that. Anyway, shall we t say, say who this is? Does anybody guess who this is? Yes. No, oh, they're what? They're okay. So it's, 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 it's Francis Bacon. Here he is. Um, it's the one and only bacon well no he's not the one and only bacon there's another bacon who's who's which other bacon roger bacon who's a franciscan and lives in the 13th century and does cool things with lenses uh -huh. and this is the other bacon this is the, the i i think i think there's sometimes theories that he wrote shakespeare is that right 
Yeah, there's weird theories about this beacon. Yeah. You may uh, you may see why by the end of our, our discussion tonight. Mm, yeah. <laughs> was he real? Was he a fake person? There's lots of things swimming around the internet about this bacon. <laughs> he could have been. I mean, and then there's the whole internet thing about bacon, right? Okay, so we've teased them long enough. We're going to talk about the new Atlantis. Here we go. Okay. Um, that Bacon, this Bacon, he actually, he doesn't, he dies before this is actually published. He writes it in 1624 and publishes, it's published posthumously by one of his friends who, Lord Holly, not Lord Holly, somebody Holly, W. Holly, um, tells us why he thought, um, he, you know, people should be interested in this, this little um, story that his friend wrote. And he says, <clears throat> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Mel, good, yes. <laughs> there's a, there's a bacon the somewhere in, in, in all of this, right? So her Excuse me. I've, I've entertained myself too much and now I can't talk. Okay, so this is what the story we're about to read is about. To the reader. This fable... Oh, wait, it's a fable. That means it's made up. Hmm. Right. This fable my Lord devised to the end that he might exhibit therein a model or description of a college instituted for the interpreting of nature and the producing of great and marvelous works for the benefit of men under the name of Solomon's house or the college of the six days works. And even so far, his Lordship hath proceeded as to finish that part. Certainly, the model is more vast and high than can possibly be imitated in all things, notwithstanding most things therein are within men's power to effect. His lordship thought also in this present fable to have composed a frame of laws or of the best state or mold of a commonwealth, but foreseeing it would be a long work, his desire of collecting the natural history diverted him, which he preferred many degrees before it. This work of the New Atlantis, as much as concerneth the English edition, his lordship designed for this place. It actually shows up at the end of another book called, he called the Silva Silvarum or Natural History. Um, so he devised it to be the, the epilogue to this longer book. Um, his lordship designed for this place in regard it hath so near affinity in one part of it with the preceding natural history. Oh, good. Okay. Did you read this? Did you do your homework? I did. Oh, good. What 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 did what what were your impressions of this sports story? <laughs> I'm reading it pure horror. <laughs> no, horror. It like horror. It's a, it's it's about Atlantis. That that's surely that's surely a, mm. a, a, a fairly well, tame uh, topic. The first hmm, is the ocean a tame topic? <laughs> oh yeah. The there's first the, thing. There's the the. Oh wait, no. I've I've, I've jumped ahead. Okay, go ahead. We'll go back to the the cover page of the of the we oh. got pillars in a ship. Okay, good. Here we go. Yes, the shipping, and the the description of the the fleets of the ancient world or this mm. this this world of the uh, of the Atlantean uh, era that uh, that he's describing, and it was fascinating to read because basically what he's describing are all of these high high civilizations that existed in an ancient time so it's a bit like the tartaria uh, mythology <laughs> wait is it real you know? or is it not I'm, I'm confused now well that's the thing you get you get confused as you're reading it because they're describing uh 
massive fleets of uh, vessels moving between the Mediterranean and the Indian Ocean mm. and the and the Americas. It's just an interesting thing to to look at it and think: uh, is this a possibility? Like, uh, you know, uh, the the description of sea power as necessary for high civilization too mm. is very striking, which is part of the theme of our story. Okay, so we got it on the oceans and such, but it's he's saying mm. that he's saying that it's it comes it comes at the end of this book. You realize I did teach this in my 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 Eurosiv class, which is why the slides look like slides tonight. <laughs> they're actually <laughs> they're actually from the PowerPoint for class, right? So we we've, we've looked at the we've looked at the the preface, and uh, we understand now that this this little fable that we're about to talk our way through was publishes the as the, the the finale to this other book which was called a natural history in 10 centuries right it's like it's, it's giant mm -hmm. it's, it's this enormous encyclopedia um and it's very interesting because if you actually look at these the silver silvarium this forest of materials it's all experiments right it's 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 just lists of scientific experiments so there's uh, in this table of experiments which you can't read on screen is, is is things about you know test of the air and test of of you know um well i don't remember i'd have to look that one up i didn't memorize them all he, it's all it's all actually as raleigh said in his his opening um things that men can do in nature right so it's <clears throat> you know most things are there therein are within men's power to affect so as I said, as I asked my students, it's like, well, wait a minute, why do we have a fable now if this is coming at the end of all these experiments? I mean, there is there is, a, I think, a deep question of exactly why he wrote the fable um, and, and, mm -hmm. and instead of just like, and here, go do all this stuff. Right. Because the experiments seem to be simply things that you would do. You know, alchemical <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 yeah. you know distillations and pressures and I'm gonna look at that slide because I, I need to remind myself what it said. So it's <laughs> very very ex like an experimental uh, laboratory kind of uh, yeah recipe book almost. I mean, this is what it says in the table that I'm showing, right? Um, separation of bodies, liquid by weight, infusions in water and air, the appetites. The continuation in liquids of artificial springs. Oh, this one's my favorite. Of the venomous quality of man's flesh. Like what? You're eating it? What? <laughs> the venomous. I don't. What does he mean? The venomous quality of man's flesh. I'm gonna look that up. Of turning air into water. Of helping or altering the shape of the body. Of condensing air um, to yield weight or nourishment. Oh, so you could eat air. That's kind of neat. Of flame and air commixed, of secret nature of flame, of motion of gravity. This is 1624, right? It's, not it's before Newton. Um, of contraction of bodies in bulk, of making vines more fruitful, of meats and drinks mm -hmm. and most nourishing, of medicines. It's it's all it's all actually, um, you know, natural. They say natural philosophy. It's 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 material science. Mm. Would you have guessed that from the fable that you read? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is it? What does Not it really. seem more we go, like? We go. Yeah. Well, we go for it's a it's a giant leap from a natural science uh, recipe book to uh, 
a fable about what they're what they're gonna do with all of this knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Huge huge difference in focus. Uh, one one seems so innocent, you know. Oh, we'll play around with all of these things and find out all of the lovely secrets of nature and how to manipulate matter. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it just science because we'll have all of this knowledge. It's just science, <laughs> right? Mm. And and so, I mean, it and is then, interesting. So, uh, Fat is asking, what's the best way to read this? Is the Project Gutenberg version complete? Yeah, the Project <laughs> Gutenberg version is is uh, the thing is what's interesting about this book is it's it was published in English, so. The Project Gutenberg one is the same text as I have. I have the Hackett, this little, um, is it Hackett? Croft Classics, what is it? No, it's not Hackett. Um, Harlan Davidson. Well, anyway, it's, yeah, it, the Project Gutenberg one is fine. Um, what, turning air into water? You mean like Luke Skywalker did before his grand quest? More 16th century works that Star Wars is retelling. Well, <laughs> shall we continue, <laughs> right? So it's it, it should simply be, you know, material science, but that's not where it starts, right? It starts with, can, can we tell the story for them? I think we should, okay. yeah. You start. Yeah. Do you have your text? Oh, I don't have <laughs> No, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Hold on. She's. You'll you, have to do it. She's, <laughs> you see, she's she's not practiced at being in class with me. I, she's. I. I was like, where's your book? All right. Okay. So <laughs> it, it starts off. It. What's it? This is why I was making all the jokes about the parrots. Right. It starts off with this completely improbable place. You think this is in English? This is you know written by a guy who's a member of Parliament who seems to be doing experiments and such. We sailed from Peru. What. <laughs> Where we had continued by the space of one whole year for China and Japan. Now, this is quite a feat in 1624, right? Because although a place, a region called in South America called Peru had been, in fact, discovered by the Spanish in 16, 1568, I think it's Spanish, Alvaro de Mondaña, um, it, it, then they couldn't find it again, right? <laughs> Apparently until 1767. So Peru is one of these places that's known to exist, Probably right, and in, in in the in the course of the explorations that people are doing from Europe and in, into the other side of the Americas um, in in the 17th century, but they don't really know where it is, right? So the first thing he's he mm. might even say we 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 started from the moon, right? We've we've been there, but we're not sure we've been back. Right? <laughs> we don't have the technology to go back now. <laughs> oh, but we might, right? Okay, so we sail from mm -hmm. Peru, and we, you know, it's all going well until suddenly it's not, and we're going to die, right? Um, we 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 get lost in this wilderness of waters without food, without victual. We gave ourselves up for lost men and prepared for death, right? But and then there's this: we're going to have this kind of mixture of fable and something else throughout the throughout the account. Yet we did lift up our hearts and voices to God above, who showeth his wonders in the deep, quoting the Psalms, beseeching him of his mercy, that as in the beginning he discovered the face of the deep and brought forth dry land, so he would now discover land to us that we might not perish. And they're, they're straight up you know, saying, if only God would do what he did at the beginning of the creation. <laughs> 
Just as he, you know, they had the had the waters bring forth dry land. If only we in the midst of the ocean, the, the mm-hmm. imagining it here in the Pacific, we in the midst of the ocean, ha, you know, should have dry land brought forth, right? Well, okay, so God does for them, and 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 mm-hmm. and they 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 find uh, some clouds, and there they are in the South Sea, and suddenly it's Australia. No, wait. <laughs> this is all for you. It's not Australia. Sorry. Where did, where is it? Right. We say my, there's, mm. there is in fact, this is all going to be Solomonic, right? There is a region in the Pacific called the Solomon islands. Do you know where yes. those are? I, I, which one of it's in um, on my map? It's up there and to the right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And now I can't remember whether I look this up and say these are Nate. The Solomon Islands are named after Bacon's story, or vice versa, right? But it's it's a mm. Solomon Island. What are Solomon Islands doing in the Pacific? For goodness' sake, what's up? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's a lot of strange, strangely named islands out there in the Pacific. Specific. Uh, I don't know how to describe why that's called Solomon Islands. Well, one thing I have shown my, I, I think I didn't put them in these slides because they were in some other slides, um, that the, the by this point in the European explorations, they're clear that the Americas are a different part of the world from what any ancient geographers had described. But they're still persistently looking for the things that they were convinced were on the maps, particularly in Asia. And the main thing that they're convinced was in mm-hmm. Asia was, of course, the farthest east, and if you go the farthest east you can in Asia, you find it's not just China. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. paradise, because right? on all the, the medieval maps, uh, they'll put that's... Jerusalem at the center and paradise to the far east, right, at the top of the map. And in all of these explorations, Columbus is doing it. He's trying to look for paradise when he's off the coast of South America. Um that they're still looking for they're convinced that there must be this this um better place in the world whether it's it's like atlantis or something else right and my guess is that mm-hmm. the solomon islands they're still looking for well what and this this is what the the what bacon plays with in this story what do they they end up with in the story I have, a, I, have a, I have a completely accurate AI version of it. I think this is AI. I'm not sure. It's it's certainly digital. They come to a fair city. Um, not great indeed, but well built. That gave a pleasant view from the sea. And some people show up. Do you remember? You did read all of I'm not trying to quiz you now. I'm just trying to let you do some of the storytelling. <laughs> She's quizzing me. You, she is I quizzing, quizzing me. you, but I don't, I don't want to just read. <laughs> I want to talk. I mean, it's like, do you remember what happens when they get to the city? Okay. Oh yeah. Tell us about yeah. what happens when they get to the city. Well, they rock up to the, they rock up to the land and find all of these people. Yes. Like, yes. That have a, a, a very uh, utopian kind of civilization. And, and there's some there's some fascinating I, this would I, unfortunately unfortunately for my Eurocip class we haven't been going through all of these details at the level of fineness that you and I have been <laughs> in the mosaic arc right mm-hmm. so there's things like um, yeah. when they get there uh, they the first um, a boat comes out with with some people on it and he he's very particular about what color their clothes are and everything and I still don't know why that matters right he's got a tip staff of a mm-hmm. yellow cane tipped at both ends with blue. I don't know what those things mean, but um, this 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 mm. officer of the of the the Haven 
has a little scroll of parchment um, in which scroll were written in ancient Hebrew, ancient Greek, and in good Latin of the school and in Spanish, mm-hmm. right? Which is, is hilarious because by this point in English history, they're basically at permanent war with Spain. <laughs> and so <laughs> like after the Armada, right? And, and so he's, he's mm-hmm. giving his sailors who sailed from Peru, which is claimed by Spain eventually, um, they speak Spanish. And when they encounter people on this island, the, one of the, th- the they talk to them in Spanish, which I, I again, it's mm-hmm. a, there's some of these details that I don't know what to do with, right? But the, the scroll were written in um, uh, uh, like warnings, right? You can't land here um, in, in, for 16 days because we have to quarantine you first. This scroll was signed with a stamp of cherubim's wings, not spread, but hanging downwards and then by them across. Right. So we're already in like, ooh, strange. We've sailed from Peru. And we've found this fair haven when we thought we were lost. And it's been brought up out of the sea as if God has brought land from the from the waters. And the first thing that happens is we're met by some people with um, scrolls written in Hebrew, Greek and Latin. Why those languages? Interesting choices, huh? Signed with with cherubim's wings and a cross. Mm. This, 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 this is a strange place to encounter, is it not? Yeah. The Christians of the Pacific. Oh, really? <laughs> These How magical cool. Christians of the Pacific <laughs> that have emerged out of the ocean. <laughs> ah, but it gets better, right? Because so these 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 Christians are these are they they know all of these European languages. Are they European? No, although they know Spanish, they know all these languages, right? Which we're going to learn how, how they do. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, they, and, and the, the sailors, these sailors in the, in the, the narrator story, right? They say, are, are we, are you Christians? Uh, they ask them, are you Christians? And they say, we were, yes. we are. And then they say, well, if you swear by the merits of the savior, you're not pirates. <laughs> <laughs> nor have shed blood. I had a chuckle when I read that. <laughs> lawfully or nor unlawfully within 48 past, you will let you land, right? So yeah. the, they, they, it's an interesting, it's like they have to go through this negotiation of whether or not they're going to be let on on the land. And then they're given, um, I, I like this, they're given a, or, uh, fruits like oranges um, and they, they, take, they, they, they have to give an oath and they're taken to the stranger's house um, where they get to stay. Okay. And they're taken very well care of. They're given drugs. I like this, that they, they've some of them, they're sick, right? Cause they've been lost at sea for some time. And they've given, there's a box of small gray or whitish pills, which they wished our sick should take one of the pills every night before sleep, which they said would hasten their recovery. Right. So the, this land that they've encountered has, um, you know, customs for dealing with, people that show up there, which include these written documents and so forth. It's very already getting the sense of very highly civilized. They have various conversations with the, the people who meet them about how they're paid and stuff. I think they try to tip the, this is great. They try to tip the uh, man who um, helps them at first. And he says, no, no, you can't pay me. I'm on salary. <laughs> he's, he's, he's too honest. Right? Immune to corruption, unlike bacon. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> well spotted there, right? Um, 
and and they they're going to stay there in the stranger's house. Um, but they had they find out nobody's been there for a long time because they they don't usually get that they don't usually get visitors. And these people are they're so impressed, right, at at what um, their reception and how well cared they cared they are, um, how well taken care of they are. That they say um, it appeared they were saying amongst ourselves that we were coming to a land of angels, those cherubim wings, right which did appear to us daily and prevent us with comforts, which we thought not of much less expected. Well, we really want to know who these people are now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. More backstory, right? So who are they? The island has a fun name. Mm-hmm. Ben Salam. Mm. What does that suggest? Sounds very Hebrew. Hebrew, right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, I. It, it's funny because we've been talking about this story as a back, a backstory for our poem. Right, because of the kinds mm -hmm. of things that Bacon puts into this narrative and the and the sort of blending of times and histories and also the properties of what these um people are gonna be able to, 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 to deal with. But um I have no idea what Bacon's doing here. Right. I I, I have had I have heard yeah. colleagues talk about um his like what, why is the new Atlantis important? And one of the major reasons that people say it's important is it, um, it, it, it which is what the Gutenberg, the Gutenberg um, version says it is, is it's, it's a, uh, let me see. Um, saying the, the generosity, enlightenment, the dignity and splendor, the piety and public spirit of the inhabitants of Bensalem represent the ideal qualities which Bacon, the statesman, desired rather than hoped to see characteristic of his own country. Right. So there is this not utopia. I mean, Moore's utopia is different. We maybe want to talk about that sometime. Moore's point about utopia is it can't exist. Right. And mm. with Bacon's story here, he seems to be giving us a, a kind of fable of what what kind of country might you know, ideally exists so that indeed the, the officers are salaried and they don't take bribes and, and, and they're, they're priests, right? He's calling them all priests so that there is this kind of, you know, there's a clear hierarchy of officers and so forth, but, but insofar as they're, they're priests, it's not really clear what temple they serve, although it's Solomonic mm -hmm. throughout. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a temple of learning and scholarship and, and experiment more than anything else and that they know how to deal with the strangers coming in right that they, it's like the, they put them in the stranger's house and they don't just they don't they they have very strong border controls being an island um they don't just let people in so that it's it's a, a sense of you know we need to protect our knowledge and our commerce and our um government yes. it's 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 very uh well island right um but but it's also and in solomon's house we have Bacon, the scientist, indulging without restriction his prophetic vision of the future of human knowledge. Um, that most people read this, the New Atlantis, and it, they read it as the, uh, it says, indeed, as as it was published, as the the conclusion to 
this long book of experiments and things like that. And this is, this is the vision of, you know, 17th century, um, it's scientific and scientific revolution, right? It's the, the scientific enlightenment. Hmm. In Hebrew. <laughs> well, it's very, it's just very strange. Ben Salam. Why pick Hebrew? You're saying it's, it's like Ben Salim, son of peace. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it rather than Jerusalem, which would it, it it's not somehow this island is not simply Jerusalem, mm. which I find interesting because in the Mapamundi, this is like the opposite side of the world from Jerusalem. This is Jerusalem is in this in 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 Eurasia in the center, and here we're it like basically in the center of the ocean on the opposite side of the world, and mm. it's it's the opposite. It's like the pole pole not the polar well the equatorial parallel to jerusalem as a city mm -hmm. um and and he says okay so it's it's ben salim and you get we get to ask you questions um and um they want to know you know how how is it that you know about um christ the religious test begins Okay, and then and then he tell he tells them a story, which is which is hilarious, right? Okay, so about twenty years after the ascension of our Savior, so A.D. fifty, right, <laughs> um, fifty three, it came to pass that there was seen by the people of Rinfusa, which we have uh, a combination of the Greek words Rin and Fusus, meaning sheep natured. <laughs> a city upon the eastern coast of our island. So the sheep, the shepherds, right? The shepherds see this. Mm -hmm. Within night, the night was cloudy and calm, as it might be some mile into the sea, a great pillar of light, not sharp, but in the form of a column or cylinder rising from the sea a great way up towards heaven. And on the top of it was seen a large cross of light, more bright and resplendent than the pillar, body of the pillar, upon which so strange a spectacle, the people of the city gathered apace together upon the sands to wonder, and so after put themselves into a number of small boats to go nearer to this marvelous sight. But when the boats were come within about 60 yards of the pillar, they found themselves all bound and could go no further. Yet so as they might move to go about, but might not approach nearer. So as the boats stood all as in a theater, beholding this light as a heavenly sign. It so fell out that there was one in the boats, one of the wise men of the Society of Solomon's house, which house or college, my good brethren, is the very eye of this kingdom who having a while attentively and devoutly viewed and contemplated this pillar and cross fell down upon his face and then raised himself up on his knees and lifting up his hands to heaven, made his prayers in this manner. Right. And then his, his, his prayer is very interesting because he gets the, the, um, the sense of God's working here, right? Lord God of heaven and earth, thou hast vouchsafed of thy grace to those of our order to know thy works of creation and the secrets of them to discern as far as appertaineth to the generations of men but between divine miracles, works of nature, works of art, and impostures and illusions of all sorts. I do here acknowledge and testify before this people that this thing which we now see before our eyes is thy finger and a true miracle, the pillar of light, right? Which in the paintings mm. that I have here, it's like one, the, the pillar of light that shows in the desert. And then he's sort of blending that with the idea of the finger of God writing, in in um uh the 
on the wall in uh, Babylon. Right, right. The, the Babylonian yeah. writing on the wall, right. Um, For as much as we learn in our books that thou never workest miracles, but to a divine and excellent end, for the laws of nature are thine own laws, and thou exceedest them not but upon great cause. We most humbly beseech thee to prosper this great sign and to give us the interpretation of it in use and mercy, which thou dost in some part secretly promise by sending it unto us. Um, when he had, okay, so then he makes his prayer. He presently found the boat he was in move, could move, right? And he gets, he goes up closer to the pillar. But ere he came near it, the pillar and cross of light break up and cast itself abroad, as it were, into a firmament of many stars, which also vanished soon after. And there was nothing left to be seen but, dun, 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 a small ark. <laughs> we found it again. <laughs> there it is. Right? So there's a small ark or chest of cedar, dry and not mm-hmm. wet at all with water, though it swam. I mean, this is, I, I we did a whole episode last week looking for the ark, and here it is out there in Bensalem, right? <laughs> it's it's got to be the same, yes? And in the sailing all over the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, ark just means box, right? Arca, it's a treasure chest mm-hmm. box. But but he's he's clearly playing off of all of this. And we're going to here we are in Bensalem, which we haven't had. This is their origin story that we're getting. It's like, how do you know the how do you know the Savior? And we don't yet know why mm-hmm. it's called Solomon's house and and things like that. But before even that happens, we'd say that this this people are given. It's it's it, so we some discussion. It's not it's not a vision of Christ, right? It's not the he ascends into heaven and comes back down somewhere somewhere else, as he apparently does yes. in some other stories. <laughs> you, you keep wondering who is reading Bacon, right? It's like it is 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 is, is Joseph Smith reading Bacon? It could could it be right? Um, but mm-hmm. what what's in the box? Right. This is it's like what what's in the box that this pillar of light has brought to the island so that these people can be be enlightened. Right. Um, In the end of it, which was towards him, grew a small green branch of palm. And when the wise men had taken it with all reverence into his boat, it opened of itself and there were found in it. A book. Right. Here's the book. Probably King James Bible, right? <laughs> Just a book, right? That's it. And you can say, how Protestant can yeah. we get, right? Here's this this wonderful ark with a palm in it and a book and a letter, both written in fine parchment and wrapped in sindons of linen. Kind of like the baby in the manger, but this is yes. a book. The book contained all the canonical books of the Old and New Testament, according as you have them. So, the sailors, right? So we have, we've had the scriptures all along for, we know well what the churches with you receive and the apocalypse itself, revelation and some other books of the new Testament, which were not at that time written were nevertheless in the book. I mean, this, this being like very particular saying somehow they get an ark with the, 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 the Bible in it that has the books of the new Testament that aren't even yet written in 53. Mm-hmm. Right. So it says at least um, Acts, Paul's epistles and Revelation to John. So some other books of the New Testament, which were not at that time written, were nevertheless in the book. And as for the letter, it has it had um, it says it's from Bartholomew, the apostle Bartholomew. And, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've been told I should put this commit the ark to the seas and um, 
there's also a miracle that uh, the book as the letter, um, everyone, when they read it, it was as if it had been written in its own language, right? So it's a sort of a Pentecost uh, miracle of the, the book. Self-translating. Yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so google google translate in the book right? yeah this <laughs> is self-translating book, book in this right? coffin <laughs> that shows up in the ark all right now that is yeah. there there's yeah. this I, this the story goes the story goes into more and we can we can probably we should probably go into it a bit more but there's this he wants it to be, you know, there's no, we're pre-Hume here, right? We're pre the, 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 the claim that there's no such thing as miracles. We're saying miracles are rare. Um, and, and the, the prayer that the, the, um, wise man makes about, I, I want to know the difference between divine miracles, works of nature and works of art and impostures and illusions mm -hmm. of all sort. And I say here, this is thy finger, the light that I see. This light is somehow, go back to the light. That's a true miracle. But in fact, the laws of nature are God's laws. So um, thou exceedest them not upon great cause. Therefore, we want to know what this sign is. And the sign that they get mm -hmm. is the book, the book of the Bible. I mean, and, and it's it basically the kind of book that, would be was in fact King James's Bible, right? The 1611 book that it contains all mm -hmm. of the, all of the canonical books and all the books of the New Testament, and that's that. That's what the Ben Salim um, people have from 20 years after the Ascension. So they're receiving they're receiving this uh, this book as a blueprint. For their enlightenment it's it, it's an interesting way of it's very protestant <laughs> it's delightfully protestant it, it is it is We're, we'll we'll give them the book as long as they can read the book then everything will be done perfectly <laughs> it's very protestant <laughs> um so ben salem is a protestant so protestant civilization well it we has it had some kind of solar scripture thing going on yes very much so <laughs> very much so um at, at one point the the sailors have there's a, a a jew who helps them he's um oh yes joabim the jew um and, and, and the narrator learns that the Jews of Ben Salem give our, unto our Savior many high attributes and love the nation of Ben Salem extremely. Why they're Jews there, I'm not clear, right? The, 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 mm. um, he also makes a very strange point of distinguishing the Jews of Ben Salem from Jews everywhere else. Yeah. There's a gang war with the Jews of Bensalem versus the Jews of other parts of the world. <laughs> or he's bragging that their Jews are better than everyone Aren't else's they, Jews. It's they, just very strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our Jews are better than yours in a fable in a in a in a fable 
imaginary civilization. It's just, it's a very, very strange emphasis on this. I hadn't, I hadn't thought um, about that. Yes, but it's, it's yes. It, the, yeah. He he has he still has dreams. It's saying, um, that there's going to be a Messiah and sit his, in his throne in Jerusalem, and the King of Bensalem should sit at his feet, whereas other kings should keep a great distance. But yet, setting aside these Jewish dreams, the man was a wise man. <laughs> and learned and of great policy and excellently seen in the laws and customs of that nation. Um, so that, that, that's an interesting um, puzzle among many other puzzles, but it's clear it's, it's, so it's, yes, it's clearly that their Christianity is informed by the book and, and nothing else. Okay. Yes. So why do they know all of the things that they know then? This is, this... Did the book magically teach them everything? No, no, that's not how they learn. So you were talking about that because we get to this, this, this sort of deep history of who they are and where they come from. Oh, they actually, there's not where they come from, where they've been, right? Because mm. um, you were talking about the fleets and the and the ships of the world. What, what you're, you all are getting the idea that Shipping. this is a complicated fable, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's shipping. There's the, the, um, this is the emphasis on shipping that was striking. Mm. Because they have this remembrance of interaction with all of these great merchant sea powers. Yes. And that they've been the center of this uh, global trade. Mm. So there's uh, there's a lot of emphasis put on this in the, in the story that the people in, in Bensalem have learned the languages of mankind through all of this commercial trade. Exactly. And that the maritime networks have allowed them to build up their um, proficiency in the sciences. Yeah. So it's a, I mean in in, the, in this term it's a pretty transparent. Um, desire for because he's writing this from england right? <laughs> yes this is the the talk about the blueprint for modern <laughs> science right here's this blueprint for what could what could we possibly become as a nation that has defeated the spanish in in 1588 and taken control well they yeah. haven't taken complete control of the seas now because the dutch are still you know busy Spice Islanding themselves around, flying yeah, flying around, around the, 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 the Pacific. <laughs> but he's projecting this vision of what could be the great maritime reality of humanity, which is all of this contact across yeah. all of these, all of these um, oceans. And mm. I, I think the thing is, uh, uh, you know, talk about is this science fiction or is it? It's like, you know, the, 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 the sci-fi version of the 16th century, we've, 17th century, we've had, um, sorry, I've lost track of all the things he's predicting. He's, he's predicting a global commerce. Totally predicting a global commerce. Yes. Oh, the the Joseph Smith joke, right? It's like the degree to which this oh. this you know could there have been knowledge of Christ in these other parts of the world without the direct contact with the the you know 
the missionaries, the usual story that we have, the growth of Christianity. Of yes, know, but this is the, this magic, this this magic, magic. It's not magic, miraculous arc with the letter from the Apostle Bartholomew shows up, sent to them apparently directly, um, as Smith later will argue that the tablets are found in North America. Um, yes. It what what gets spookier and spookier the more you read in the details of of the the fable is is it that all of this came to pass because this is I don't know shown to him by angels he's I'm not sure he was friends with John D but John D's talking to all those angels I mean, yeah. are they, he he says it feels like we're in the land of angels and by the by the end of every time by the end of reading it I start thinking wait a minute how did he know all even to think all of this or is it we're still fulfilling by way of the project that he set, the Bacon set, all of the possibilities that he's he's imagined into this story. One of which is this mm -hmm. incredible um, connection of all of the different um, cultures. Yes. Right. So that we have, um, they've actually. It's a road. Go ahead. Oh, it's a roadmap for globalization. It Absolutely. Is, it, the way he's describing it, it's just like, oh, look, it's global homo. <laughs> the, the borders are dissolved and everybody's involved in this kind of internationalist cosmopolitanism, uh, borderlessness, but there are some borders because obviously you need some in order for there to be a different culture, but we're not really sure where one crosses over into the other one. <laughs> All of that. Right. It's like, yeah. the, the, how long have we yeah. been projecting, you know, the global, the new world order? Yep. Well, at least since 1624 when he wrote this and John mm -hmm. D in, in Elizabeth's reign does project to coin the idea of the British empire. But this is, this is bigger than that. This is this mm -hmm. this this Ben Salim has one. Um, they've been sending out. They've been sending out sort of missions or not missions. Uh, actually, they're not missions at all. They're not in the sense that they're going to go talk to people. Um, they're going to go talk to them and they're more like spies, colonists, spy yeah. networks, well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That. The the uh, the the sailors are starting to think that this is a land of magicians, and um, and then and then they, they keep saying no, it's more angelical than magical. I I think um, that there's some sense of this the whether or not Bacon is is describing a character like Prospero in the Tempest here is is some of the Shakespearean level of imagining that we're having mm. somehow this island magician able to control the weather and and you know bring the ships in and, and and things like that but um the one question is it's like why haven't anybody heard about this is because the island's really good at keeping itself secret that they that they don't mm. let strangers show up okay so this this is here's the global the global global part um you shall understand that which perhaps you will think scarce think credible that about 3000 years ago or somewhat more, the navigation of the world, especially from remote voyages was greater than at this day. Right. <laughs> that, 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 I mean, it's new Atlantis, right. But he's projecting this 3000 years ago 
thousand years before Christ mm -hmm. in Solomon's reign, I suppose. Do not think with yourselves that I know not how much it has increased with you within these six score years. Taking 1492 as the beginning, right? I know it well. And yet I say greater than the, greater than the now, whether it was than the example of the ark that saved the remnant of men from the universal deluge, gave men confidence to adventure upon the waters or what it was, but such is the truth. The Phoenicians and especially the Tyrians had great fleets. So had the Carthaginians, their colony, which is yet further west. Towards the east, the shipping of Egypt and Palestina was likewise great. China also and the great Atlantis that you call America. I, I like that, right? It's like here we have mm, yeah. uh, with the ships, the ship, the great old ships. And Atlantis was actually, that's what you call America now, right? Which have now yeah. but junks and canoes abounded then in tall ships. This island, as appeared by faithful registers of those times, like there's history of it from then, which is which is is delightful, um, had then fifteen hundred strong ships of great content. Of this, all this there is with you, sparing memory or none, but we have large knowledge thereof. Okay, so that this this projection of there was this lost history. Yeah, guys, yeah. it's 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 we've been doing that for a while, <laughs> but it it it's it's fascinating that bacon is doing this in 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 a form that again the internet does constantly now but he's saying there used to be a, this this great fabulous high civilization but and we have records of it but it's all gone in your knowledge mm -hmm. um and then he goes on to list you know other places that people are coming from um atlantis flourishes at this time There's also, you know, great civilizations in Peru and Mexico. Mighty and proud kingdom is in arms, shipping and riches. Mm -hmm. um, details about theirs. And it's it's, it's well, only it, it's when Atlantis, is, Atlantis drowns that all of that is also lost. Right. So this, this mm. when Atlantis falls, um, the Americas are flooded and that it's at that point that the inhabitants of America become what you now see, right? That they, they lose their civilization. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting the way that they're describing it because, uh, people are aware that there were high civilizations in the Americas. Like right. Mesoamerica has the pyramids, uh, Aztecs, Incas, all of these kinds of things, but the way that they've, shifted it in, into making them into sea powers is interesting because no one describes uh the american civilizations as sea powers so we, we're we're going going from this description of the peoples there as a as a maritime uh maritime people to descending into something like uh tr tribal savagery almost right uh overnight yeah. I mean, what, so the the other thing I just taught in Eurosiv was the conquest of Mexico City, and mm. Tenochtitlan used to be on a lake, and and they had um, I barks or uh, it's like barges, right? That mm. went around the lake, and and the and the 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 island. It was an island that was connected to the land by these big causeways which feature in Cortez's, you know, attacks and retreats and, and so forth, because they, they're these long bridges that connect the... So they had some shipping, 
but you're right mm. it's not they're not they're not typically it wasn't oceanic yeah they're not typically uh, known as, as yeah. oceanic um mm. shipping but have we, we're not freaked out we're not completely freaked out yet Oh, getting there. <laughs> well, <laughs> well the, the, the imagining that Bacon is going into this, some of what he's doing is reflecting the effects of the European explorations, right? They're suddenly aware of all of these other parts of the world um, and uh, ima constantly imagining this, well, as you were describing, this connected world, right? And what you were saying about the, that in this vision the way i tend to think of it is it's, it's like numenor <laughs> it's mm. and and i mm. wonder again i want you know it's like bacon's pretty famous so was tolkien reading this or you know is there there's an atlantis story there and he, tolkien has the numenorian um fall like an atlantis fall but mm. the way the the ben Salamites operate being in contact with all of these different regions with their shipping and being very secret about it and going, um, maybe we haven't gotten to that part where they send out ships to collect knowledge. Yeah. They're, they're colonists, but they're not establishing colonies, right. so to speak. They're sent out as a kind of secret emissaries all over the place, uh, to gather knowledge. And then, uh, it's very strange because the boats just drop them off right? and leave them there for long periods of time. Then they have to wait for the boats to come back and pick them up again. It's all, it's like a reverse colonization. They're sent out in order to import back into Bensalem. Yes. And that's it. That's what are they importing? What yeah. are they scooping up yeah. in all of their studies? Well, this is, this is where we get finally, finally the proper introduction to where we are. There reigned in this island about 1900 years ago. So it would be, this is 1620, so about 288 BC, right? A king whose memory of all others we most adore, not superstitiously, <laughs> but as a divine instrument, though a mortal man. His name was Sol Solomona. Solomona. And we esteem as, as the lawgiver of our nation. Uh, this king had a large heart, inscrutable for good, and was wholly bent to make his kingdom and people happy. He therefore taken in consideration how sufficient and substantive this land was to maintain itself without any aid at all of the foreigner, and it's fertile and ports and such like that. He, he gives it laws um, and makes sure that the, the laws are appropriate. The, the, the Holly had said, Raleigh, Holly, whatever his name is, Raleigh, had said that um, Bacon meant to include a, a sort of a blueprint for a commonwealth in his studies, but got taken mm. up. He got more interested in the in the um, the natural. <laughs> he went on a side. He quest. went on a side quest. <laughs> it. So, but but he, he's he's given them laws and um, the prohibitions about communicating with strangers and so forth. Ah, but then then this is what is really important. Um, he founds a society, an order or society which we call Solomon's house, the noblest foundation we think that ever was upon the earth and the lantern of this kingdom. So the light, right, of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, it is dedicated to the study of the works and creatures of God 
Some think it beareth the founder's name a little corrupted, as if it should be Solomona's house. Solomon's Solomona's house, right? But the records write it as it is spoken. So as I take it to be denominate of the king of the Hebrews, which is famous with you and no stranger to us, for we have some parts of his works with which which with you are lost. They have mm-hmm. Solomon's wisdom. <laughs> which is, is mentioned in the scriptures. It's, the, it's like the only thing that yes. we care about that came out of that art box of the scriptures is Solomon's wisdom, in fact, yeah. right? For we have some part of his works with the, which you which are lost, namely that natural history which he wrote of all plants from the cedar of Lebanon to the moss that groweth mm-hmm. out of the wall and all things that have life and motion. That's from in one Kings. Um. Mm-hmm. This making me think that our king, finding himself to symbolize in many things with that king of the Hebrews, which lived many years before him, honored him with the title of this foundation. And I am rather induced to be of this opinion, for that I find in ancient records this order of society is sometimes called Solomon's House and sometimes the College of the Six Days Works, with the Six Days of Creation. So this is all about that the sailors find themselves in this new creation, the land that's come out of the ocean, and what they have there are these colleges or houses of the six days works, the works of creation, whereby I'm satisfied that our excellent king had learned from the Hebrews that God had created the world and all that therein is within six days. And therefore he instituted that house for finding out of the true nature of all things. And this is why they're sending out the ships, that he sends out ships um, and different voyages. And they're meant to go and basically spy out all of the manufacturers and inventions of the world bring books and instruments mm-hmm. and patterns of every kind and um, come back with not gold and silver or jewels or silks, but only, this is, we, we, we trade nothing but only God's first creature, light. Mm-hmm. So they're merchants of light. And then he falls... It, this is very good. <laughs> very creepy. <laughs> but why? It sounds great. Are we going to have knowledge? And I mean, so the, the other thing that this, because it's all about the society and it's under the king and such, one of the things that probably mm-hmm. gets planted in a seed of an idea here is the Royal Society of, of Science. Yes. Right. So by the end of the 17th century, the English will have a Royal Society. For their sciences, their for their, natural for their sciences. sciences, for their sciences, <laughs> what it, what goes on in these houses? Right here's we have here at Solomon's Temple, but we we actually have um, from the only illumination that I've ever been able to find, or the only picture that goes with this, the book is um, the the house, the New Atlantis and their houses of of science. So we get another speaker who's come to them and he's going to tell them uh, who he is. He's one of the fathers of Solomon's house and he comes and makes his entry. He's dressed in black cloth with wide sleeves. He's got white linen garment under uh, a hat, like a helmet. He's carried in a rich chariot without wheels, litter wise with two horses at either end, richly trapped and blue velvet embroidered and two footmen on each side in like attire. The chariot was all of cedar, gilt and adorned with crystal. 
um, save that the front end had panels of sapphire set in borders of gold, and the hinder end of like emeralds of the Peru color. So he's got blue and green um, litter. A sun of gold radiant upon the top in the midst. Mm-hmm. On the top before a small cherub of gold with wings displayed. Cherub with gold of tissue upon blue. Fifty attendants. They're all nicely dressed. Um, staff bearers. Other officers and principals. And he's going to tell them all about what goes on in this in these houses. What goes on in these houses? <laughs> Sciencing. Sciencing. Well, this this we've actually gone through in fairly great detail for for um, Draco Chemicus. What is the, what um, is science? What is science? I mean, so. Bacon's doing a lot of he's doing so much work in this fable to make it out as one it's this kind of it's hard to say whether it's holy right it's like ex- exactly mm. what kind of he want, he wants it to be god given in certain respects but the Ben Silamites are researchers and spies um to a certain degree secretive but you get you get other signs about their society they have a very good you know the legal system is all fair and there's this whole interlude between describing their history and getting to these houses where we have um their marriage customs and such which are strange and bizarre we're not going to talk about those oh yeah (laughs) see now i want to talk about it because you've mentioned it Well, is it relevant? It's so strange. Right? Be, only in as much as I think he predicted the rise of Tinder. Oh, now <laughs> you have to explain. Okay, go ahead. But just these bizarre things. What did they call it? The Adam and Eve pool, mm-hmm. where they have they have uh, the opportunity to go and see their their future spouses. Uh, physiology in a a socially acceptable way by everyone going and bathing naked in the middle of the they don't want to be disappointed (laughs) in the pool right so they get to see each other naked first (laughs) yeah but it's even weirder because it's it's suggesting if they don't actually look at their future spouse themselves that they go say see send their friends to go and perv on their (laughs) i miss that part go and perv on their fiance it was very very funny uh yeah So they're establishing this system of uh, <laughs> you. I, I, I suppose that would be a eugenics practice, wouldn't it? We're going to look at you naked before uh, we uh, actually. You're right. No, waiting to go through because of the many hidden defects in men and women's bodies. They have a more civil yeah. way, for they have near every town a couple of pools, which they call Adam and Eve's pools where it's permitted to one of the friends of the man, you're right, and another of the friends yeah. of the woman <laughs> to see them severally ba- bathe naked. Yeah, so you ask your bestie to go and perv on somebody. <laughs> so that you can know whether they <laughs> and make sure you're defects. not marrying a dysgenic freak. It's just, it's very cutthroat. And the way it's described is so civil and, you know, it's... They're so civilized. This, this is so civil and it's proper. But actually, when you're reading it, 
they're describing eugenics practice. It's like angelic or magical. And they keep saying, no, no, it's angelic. It's angelic. All this yeah. knowledge that we have is angelic. Mm -hmm. And it's not magic at all. It's completely natural, you know, known to the power, known. These are effects that can be known by the power of man. Should we go through some of the effects that can be known by the power of man, right? This is the rehearsal yes. of these. This is, um, you realize everyone has been, this. the reason this text was recommended to me for teaching in Eurocid was because it's been described as this gives the blueprint for the research university. This mm -hmm. is what we're actually up to. This is this is the, the plan from 1624 through, you know, through the founding of the Royal Society, through the, the projections of the Industrial Revolution, that this is what we're aiming for. And, and mm -hmm. Bacon in his, I mean, very Protestant, it, it, it is sort of creation, it, it's creation framed for what he thinks they're doing, mm -hmm. but what does he what does he what does he think they should be up to? And you realize we started with, the, we started this episode by saying we're going to predict everything before anybody else has has said that these are things that are going to happen. And one, we've already said that, yes, they're predicting the globalization. Straight up. Yeah. And Tinder. And Tinder. All right. <laughs> well, okay, so we had the end of our foundation is the knowledge of causes and the secret motions of things and the enlarging of the bounds of human empire to the affecting of all things possible. You know, worry about transhumanism yet? <laughs> better, better start. <laughs> okay, so there are these caves. What do they do in the caves? Deep caves. Oh, the caves. The caves. The the caves. caves. <laughs> we have caves. We use them for... Well, it sounds like... Cryogenics? Yeah. <laughs> Refrigeration and yeah. conservation of bodies. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, make artificial metals. Here we go. The producing also of new artificial metals by compositions yeah. of materials. Huh. Cure diseases. Prolongation of life for some hermits that choose to live there. That's just the first paragraph. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. High towers. Oh, I've got a picture of one of their towers. There it is. Half a mile high. Right there in Dubai. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the bridge was predicted. <laughs> it says yeah. we have high towers, the highest about half a mile in height. There mm -hmm. it is. We've built it. Yeah. They studied that. They studied the weather in the, in these towers, right? upper region, middle region, yes. lower region. We use these towers according to their several heights and situations for insulation, refrigeration, conservation, for the view of diverse meteors as winds, rain, snow, hail, and some of the finer, fiery meteors also. And sometimes hermits live there too. Okay, <laughs> The hermits are everywhere. Hermits in the sky, but, hermits in the ground. They, they, they are. Okay, so we have, we have half mountains. We have lakes of salt and fresh where we use, uh, use for fish and fowl. Um, they also use these for burials, pools, straining fresh water out of salt, desalination, very good, 
Desalination um, And the opposite, didn't they say they got salt out of fresh water? Yes, yes, they do. And then I was, I, I, every time I read this, I see new, more stuff. We have likewise violent streams and cataracts, which serve us for many motions. They have hydropower. And likewise, mm -hmm. engines for multiplying and enforcing of winds. Wind farms. They make... Hey. <laughs> it's like, it, it's so, it, it sounds so innocent, right? Multiplying and enforcing of winds. They're making hurricanes. Tornadoes, what? Multiply, what do you do with you? Multiply and enforce winds. They're controlling the weather. Right? Yeah. Bacon has envisioned, never mind Leonardo da Vinci, right? Bacon is envisioning... Mm -hmm. And you realize then why we started using it for Draco Chemicus, all of the horrors. And yeah. and to say that this is, it's like he's, he's, he's done this the whole kind of, oh, it's like Atlantis. Oh, it's the lost knowledge that we used to have. It's all wholly natural, right? He's saying this is, this is not something that we get. We don't get this through prayer, right? We have prayer and, and we are Christian, but the the premise is constantly we are now going to control the effects of nature. Um, artificial wells mm -hmm. and fountains made in imitation of natural sources and baths is tinted upon vitriol, sulfur, steel, brass, lead, nitre, and other minerals. Um, there's a water, a paradise, being by that which we do to it, being by that which we do to it. So they've made it. This water of paradise mm -hmm. made very soft for health and prolongation of life. All of their medicines are, I mean, he's constantly saying it's, you know, for, um, you know, curing new diseases, prolongation of life, prolongation of life, this water of paradise. Um, great and spacious houses where we imitate and demonstrate meteors as snow, hail, rain, some artificial rains of bodies and not of water, thunders, lightnings. Generations of bodies in air as frogs, flies, and diverse others. So they're they're definitely playing with the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, chambers, air, chambers where we change the air for cure diverse diseases and preservations of health. Baths, again, for mixtures and cure diseases. Restoring of man's body from aerofaction. They're de-aging, anti-aging. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, generally the, the kinds of visions that people have at the moment for uh, health, he's already projecting. And, and to remember that this is the, this fable comes at the end of those multi-volume list of experiments. I'm really wondering what's in the rest yeah. of those experiments now. Right? Have, yeah. have we all just, you know, has... What's in the cookbook? Literally, modern science just been going, marching through his forest of materials, trying to figure out how to do all the things that he imagined. Or maybe the angels told him. Mm -hmm. We well, have angels and magicians. <laughs> Bacon, Casey saying Bacon reminds me of Nostradamus with his predictive ability. You know, he's actually scarier um, because what Nostradamus did was um, sort of prophetic imagery bacon is you know if, if you just read accurate carefully it's like he says multiplication of this and control of winds and you're like wait a minute he just said control the weather right yeah. um yeah 
We have also large and various orchards and gardens. And, um, you know, they're going to make different kinds of drinks. The most, yeah. because the way he described the orchards was that they dismissed beauty as being necessary for their uh, agriculture. Mm. So it's a, I forget what it says exactly in the paragraph there, but it says, we don't care how the gardens look. It's all about maximizing production. You're right. Having... We do not so much respect beauty as variety of ground and soil yes. proper for diverse trees and herbs. It's yeah. absolute pure utilitarian philosophy. They don't care what anything looks like. So beauty's out. What we care about is production, productivity, and manipulation of the the harvest. Right. That that was this that was one of the scariest uh, descriptions in that fable for me. Because I thought he's <laughs> he's declared that this vision of a perfect society is one where beauty has been completely eradicated in favor of utility. I hadn't thought of that. I felt really uh, uh, creeped out by it because that's what we've been uh, that's what we've inherited in in the in the modern world. Right. It doesn't matter how anything looks if it works. That's okay. You start to see how that mindsets come in, right? And yep. that, and and so that we, and that we, it started with this lovely vision of this, you know, beautiful island with a, a, yeah. a you know, a bribe-free salaried class and good laws and <laughs> and, and everything, and yeah. that it, it 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 it's this is the way our Draco in our story works, right? The dragon in the story entices you in right it's like you have to be um the, the first the first presentation that he makes of any of these offers seems delightful right it seems like well that mm -hmm. that sounds nice and then and this is our, as storytellers this is our, our challenge right because we're having to sort of pace this correctly <laughs> to yeah. say at what point do you go oh my gosh what did he just say and we make yeah. by art in the same orchards and gardens, trees and flowers to come earlier or later than their seasons, and to come up and bear more speedily than by their natural courses they do. Yeah. By art, that means genetically modifying them. Yeah. We make them also by art. Oh, art, that sounds nice. It'll be pictures. No, he means by artifice, yeah. by making, by craft, by manipulating them. By art, greater much yeah. than, we make them also by art, greater much than their nature. And their fruit greater and sweeter and of differing taste, smell, color, and figure from their nature. They're making yeah. fake fruit. Yeah. So it's, you know, the, you know, tomatoes that are more red or carrots that are more orange, or maybe they're green, or maybe they're, I don't know. It, it, they used to be purple. Well, carrots did used to be purple, <laughs> and then they made them orange yeah. to go with the orange. You know, it's like they made fake colors, different taste, yeah. smell, color, and figure. It's like they the shapes of the food are different, and many yeah. of them we so order as they become a medicinal use. Well, gee, <laughs> um, we have also means to make diverse plants rise by mixtures of earth without seeds. They're making plant. I mean, it's like they're. It's like sterile. sterile, sterile, and likewise to make diverse new plants differing from the vulgar, and to make one tree or plant turn into another. Are we yet horrified? 
Yeah. Oh, we're not done. <laughs> it gets worse. We have <laughs> beasts and birds that we use for dissection and trials. Um, that we may take light what may be wrought upon the body of man. Okay, animal experiments. Knew that was coming. Yes. Uh, wherein we find many strange effects as continuing life of them through diverse parts, which you account vital, be perished and taken forth, resuscitating of some that seem dead in appearance and the like. Oh, goody. Right. Um, we also try all poisons and other medicines upon. They're doing animal experiments. If you're wondering about why we have the kinds of animal experiments that we do now, guess what? Projected here. Um, as well as chirurgery, surgery, and physic medicine. Um, by art, likewise, we make them greater or taller than their kind is, and contrarywise dwarf them and stay their growth. And we make them more fruitful and barren than their kind is, and contrarywise barren and not generative. So they're forcing fertility and they're, and they're making sterility. They're messing with the reproductive yeah. cycles of all of these animals. Um, and also... There's been synthet synthetic races of these yes. animals, uh, uh, or a strain or a species. Right. The yeah, they're all synthetic. And as Casey said, asexual reproduction, clones. Yes, they're doing it all. Um, yeah, we make them different yeah. color, shape, activity, many ways. We find means to make commixtures and copulations of different kinds. That they, they have hybrids. Yeah. I mean, they, I, it's like I, I realized two years ago when I read this, they're doing gain of function too with um, flies, fishes, putrefaction, some advanced in effects. So mm. neither do we do this by chance, but we know beforehand of what manner and commixture, what kind of cre those creatures will arise. So he is, he is ab he's projecting absolutely everything that we are suddenly saying, oh, yes, the New World Order is worrying, you know, trying to create. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> the plan has been there for Begging. centuries. <laughs> right. Um, oh, yeah. Now we're to the kitchens. The test kitchens, right? Breweries, bakehouses, kitchens were made diverse drinks, breads and meats. Fake meat, anybody? Um, wines, we have of grapes and drinks of other juice of group Fruits, grains, roots, mixtures with honey, sugar, manna, and fruits dried and decocted. Also, the tears or woundings of trees. They take sap, pulp of canes. Um, and these, okay, this is great. And these drinks are of several ages, some to the age or last of 40 years. So I guess they're distilled or they, you know, they last a long time. We have drinks also brewed with several herbs and roots and spices. Yea, with several mm. fleshes and white meats, whereof some of the drinks are such that they are in effect meat and drink both. He's got protein drinks for goodness sake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the gym, bro gym bros have just ended. Insulin. <laughs> got meat, dr drink, protein, protein shakes. Ladies, protein shakes. It doesn't sound as appealing. See, this is the language difference too. <laughs> Which is what we're playing with, you know. If right. you just call something like a meat drink, it doesn't sound as appealing. You've got <laughs> protein drink. Oh yes, I'm going to take drink. that right. Or this one. Yeah. We, um, so the divers, even especially in age, do desire to live with them with little or no meat or bread. Oh, they get their soylent green. Yeah. <laughs> Formula, right? He says, Formula. especially for the old, yeah. right? They're going to have strengthening drinks. 
And above all, we strive to have drinks of extreme thin parts, fine composition, to insinuate into the body, and yet without all biting, sharpness, or fretting, as much as some of them put upon the back of your hand will, with a little stay, pass through to the palm, yet taste mild to the mouth. Wow, that sounds like they're like absorbing them through your skin. Who knows? Transdem. Yeah, I, transdem. It keeps going. Uh, breads of different kinds. Oh, yes. Uh, so for meats, we have some of them so beaten and made tender and mortified, yet without all corrupting, as a weak heart of the stomach will turn them into good chillis, the stuff your stomach makes, as well as a strong heart would meat otherwise prepared. Fasting foods. Great. Okay. So uh, projected all of the artificial foods that we we have now. Yeah. We haven't got to medicine yet. He doesn't spend his life. We, we, we get drugs and ingredients, different medicine for diverse ages, long fermentations. He's imagine. I mean, this is a little more general. He's imagining all these different kinds of medicines. Mm. Okay. And we're still not done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got controlling the weather. We've got controlling the food. Hybrid clone animals Hybrid cl that are yeah. like half shark, half frog, half giraffe. He'd do it! Third. <laughs> do it. Yes, it's, I mean, it's like, say, it's, it's like some, you know, commixture and copulations of different kinds. They straight up mean hybrids. And granny slop. And granny slop. <laughs> we have also diverse mechanical arts, which you have not, and stuff's made by them. Now we're going to go to all of the artificial textiles, right? As papers, linen, silks, tissues, dainty works of feathers of wonderful luster, excellent dyes, and many others, and shops likewise, as well as for such as are not brought into vulgar use amongst us as for those that are. are. Um, and then he says we have patterns for everything. So um, it, it, imagining all of the different kind of textile production, and you could say that that will do, easily transmit into all of our synthetic fabrics and so forth. We have also polyester. Yep. He's predicted polyester. Furnaces of great diversities that keep great diversity of heats, fierce and quick, strong and constant, soft and mild, blown, quiet, dry, moist, and the like. But above all, we have heats in imitation of the sun's and heavenly bodies' heats. I mean, that's straight up nuclear fusion. <laughs> yep. Instruments which generate heat only by motion. Casey Nagahide. Yeah. <laughs> Fat. I'm just waiting for him to say they turn men into women and women into men. And why not? <laughs> right? It's like he he they really are saying yeah. we can he started with creation. He they want to be angels in the sense of the Enochian angels that come down to the sons of you know the the daughters of men and give them knowledge of you know cosmetics and metal and, and metallurgy. That he started with metals, right? That they have artificial metals. Mm hmm. Yeah, in the caves. In the caves. Yeah. 
right? Where did, what happened to the artificial metals? Imitation of natural mines and the producing mm -hmm. also of new artificial metals. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. when he's saying angels, it's not as innocent as it sounds. It's not like, oh, cool, it's sweet. And, you know, it's power, yeah. right? Yeah. Straight up. We're going to have half mile high towers, which is still on screen right now. And we are going to engineer all of this because we can. Mm. And, 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 and it is fascinating. There's zero qualms about going against God's nature or anything like that. He's saying all of this, all of these, these properties fit within the, the idea of nature. And therefore it's all, you know, the, the, uh, appropriate search for light that we've been involved in saying we can, we, we're going to into this with the, the desire that we get from that pillar of light that we saw. Mm -hmm. And we're always participating in the quest for the light, but Darn it, this Draco Alchemicus is... We have perspective houses where we make demonstrations of all mm -hmm. lights and radiations and of all colors. And out of things uncolored and transparent, we can represent unto you all several colors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know in... Screens? Screens? screens yeah i mean and perspective houses like holograms, movies, holograms. I mean, yeah not in rainbows yeah. as it is in gyms and prisons but of themselves single he's got lasers yeah we represent also all multiplications of light which we carry to great distance and make so sharp as to discern small points and lines that's that's lasers also, all colorations of light, all delusions and deceits of the sight, in figures, magnitudes, motion, motions, colors, all demonstrations of shadows. Animation. This is this is uh, animation. We remind you again. This yeah. is sixteen twenty four. Mm. The, it's like how does I I am kind of freaked out. Right, never mind who wrote Shakespeare. Right, how does Bacon mm -hmm. have in his mind all of these possibilities? Now it I say i have studied enough you know medieval science and that you know they do things like observe the heavens uh the cosmology because they need to calculate time like then they need to do the movement of the heavens to know years and and easter dates and, and things like that they've been experimenting mm -hmm. since the first bacon the roger bacon with prisms and and you know they have um gross test contemporary bacon has some knowledge of rainbows which is interesting. It's like this, this, it's some hundreds of years of thinking about the possibilities of all of these experiments. They're doing things. He gets to lenses right now. He's going to have see mm -hmm. objects far off glass or close up, um, spec, you know, spectacles and glasses and things like that. So, I mean, maybe it's don't underestimate the, 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 um, abilities that they already have mechanically to do experiments in the early 17th century. But I'm not sure they had lasers and nuclear fusion, <laughs> right? Um, he says uh, it, we have um, both both lenses were seen far off like Galileo has in, in this period, but also glasses and means to see small and minute bodies perfectly and distinctly. Again, I'm not quite sure. Leeuwenhoek is the one who does all of the small animal experiments and i thought he was a little later than this but i could be wrong um 
We have, uh, they can see things like flaws and gems and stuff. We make artificial rainbows, halos, and circles about light. We represent all manner of reflections, refractions, and multiplications of visual beams of objects. So that's x-rays and ultrasounds. Mm -hmm. Oh, we get to ultra, we get mm -hmm. to sound next. <laughs> CT, CT scans. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, um, uh, in infrared, ultraviolet. Think. I mean, it, it, no, MRI, uh, MRI scan. That's magnetic. All magnetic of the other medical scans. Yeah, that's, that's magnetic. Yeah. But he's doing all the visual, these visual, you know, reflections, refractions, multiplications of visual beings. Again, projecting all mm -hmm. of the kinds of illusions and and operations on light that we have now. Uh, industrial gemstones, anyone? We have also precious yeah. gems of all kinds, many of them great beauty, and to you unknown. Crystals likewise, and glasses of diverse kinds, and among them some of metals mm. vitrificated, um, made glass, right? And other materials besides these of which you make glass. Also a number of fossils and imperfect minerals, which you have not. Likewise, lodestones of prodigious virtue and other rare stones, both natural and artificial. So they're making artificial gems. So we, that's vision. Now we have sound. Um, we have also sound houses where we practice and demonstrate all sounds in their generation. We have harmonies, which you have not. It's, like, it's got electronic music here, right? Quarter yeah. sounds and yeah. lesser slides of sounds. Diverse instruments of music, likewise to you unknown. Some sweeter than any of you have together with bells and rings that are dainty and sweet. We represent small sounds as great and deep, likewise great sounds extenuate and sharp. We make diverse tremblings and warblings of sounds, which in their original are entire. I'm not entirely sure what he means by all that, but it's like, they're, it's like stretching. The... It's, he's sampling with a synthesizer and he's mixing it in a, uh, yeah, he's, he's mixing it on a, on a sampling deck. That's what it sounds like. They're making electronic music. Yeah. We represent and imitate all articulate sound and letters. <laughs> Deep fake voice, anybody? <laughs> and the voices and notes of birds and beasts. See, this is this is the problem that the dragon got us with, guys, in modernity. We've been working on this for hundreds of years. And in this vision of we have great helps, we have certain helps which set to the ear do further the hearing greatly. So the hearing aids, okay, fine. Yeah. We have diverse strange and artificial echoes reflecting the voice many times. And as it were, tossing it. And some that give back the voice louder than it came. Megaphones, Speakers yeah. and microphones. Some that give yeah. back the voice, some shriller and some deeper. Um, sound, sound, out, um, mixing and such, right? Yeah. Yea, some rendering the voice differing in the letters or articulate sound from that they receive. We also means to convey sounds in trunks, tubes, and pipes, in strange lines, directions, and distances. So he, I imagine the all kinds of projections of sound. Hmm. Casey, mimicking creation. Yes, the entire society of the New Atlantis is a fake. It, yes! Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. It's like, didn't it sound, we, we did spend some time setting it up. Doesn't sound lovely and all the experiments and knowledge and knowledge and knowledge. And you said, get, we have perfume houses wherewith we join also practices of taste. We multiply smells, which may seem strange. We imitate smells, making all smells to breathe out of other mixtures than those that give them. They fake scent. We yeah. make diverse imitations yeah. of taste likewise, so they will deceive any man's taste. Artificial colors and flavors. There's your food, right? And with the, the fun detail that I have, it's all made in New Jersey, right? <laughs> which is from, there's a fast food nation. They're talking about the fast food industry and it's like how they make sure that you're going to want to eat that Big Mac because, you know, McDonald's has spent a lot of money to flavor test it exactly right. Well, we make all sweet yeah. meats, dry and moist, diverse pleasants, wines, milks, broths, and salads, salads, far and greater variety than you have they've got all of the f f artificial flavors and 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 scents starting to sound like a vending machine we have engine houses <laughs> prepared engines and instruments for all sorts of motion there we may imitate and practice mm -hmm. make swifter motions than any you have either out of your muskets or any engine you have, and to make them and multiply them more easily with small force by wheels and other means, and to make them stronger, more violent than yours are, exceeding your greatest cannons and basilisks. Um, so. Nuclear weaponry. We represent all kinds of ordnance and instruments of war and engines of all kinds. Likewise, new mixtures and compositions of gunpowder, wildfires burning in water. And unquenchable. Now you could say that's simply Greek fire. We don't know how to make that either, but it's flames on water. Yeah. Also fireworks of all variety, both for pleasure and use. Oh, now here's the, here, here's the passage everybody likes. We imitate also flights of birds. We have some degrees of flying in the air. Airplanes. Right. And, and yeah. we know that, you know, Leonardo da Vinci and, and people are also imagining this, but we have ships and boats for going underwater. Submarines. Submarines. Um, Brooking the seas and swimming girdles and supporters, right? Diving machines. We have diverse, curious clocks and other light motions of return and some perpetual motions. We also imitate also motions of living creatures by images, which means here um, robots of men, beasts, birds, fishes, and serpents. We have also a great number of other various motions, strange for equality, fineness, and subtlety. So he's imagining all of the machines that we have now and, and all the engines and robots and so forth. Um, mathematical house for instruments of geometry. And then the final one. Casey's the everlasting gobstopper. Yes, he does keep going. We also have houses of deceits of the senses. Mm. Where we represent all manner of feats of juggling, false apparitions, impostures, and illusions, and their fallacies. And surely you will easily believe that we have so many things truly natural which induce admiration, could in a world of particulars deceive the senses. Really? Right? <laughs> All this time say, oh, and these last houses of deceit, right? It's like we've been talking about artificial flavors and 
fruits of the wrong color and hybrid animals and all of those. And now deceive the senses if we would disguise those things and labor to make them seem more miraculous. But we don't do that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but we do hate all impostures and lies in so much as we have severely forbidden it to all our fellows under pain of ignominy and fines <laughs> that they do not show any natural <laughs> work or thing adorned or swelling, but only pure as it is and without all affectation of strangers. Oh, really? <laughs> Not corrupt at all. all. (laughs) No one's taking bribes. (laughs) It's all very pure and, you know, within the, you know, the bounds of creation and not magical. It's all natural. This is a horror story. (laughs) Everything is fake. Everything in their world is fake. Everything is synthetic. There's so in Dubai there's this it's this tower but there's also an Atlantis right the hotel. <laughs> oh yeah. Which there's a, I found a few yes. others of this one I like cuz it's just it's obviously enormous. And this you know it's like what is what is Ben Salim but not this this kind of fantasy island world which we are building now. Mm-hmm. All all of these desert I mean our you know, Chicago, right? But the the the, the degree yeah. to which you say he's projected from sixteen twenty four the possibility of all of these horrors and mm. cast it in this fable of it's utterly natural that you should be mm. doing all of these experiments. And 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 then he, he the, the the um the conclusion is th- these are my son the riches of solomon's house which is is definitely trying to echo like wisdom right? the the wi- solomon in the bible is wisdom of solomon which is moral teachings and proverbs and yes solomon in scripture is said to have had all this wisdom and we've talked about him before it's you know the queen of sheba came and she he gave her the ark <laughs> well here the ark shows up with yes. the bible in it that's printed by king james um that it's it's this solid it's it's like a covering of yes we're we're simply doing things within the bounds of it's scriptural scripture yeah 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 so it's fine and that these people are called this for the several employments and officers of our fellows we have 12 that sail into foreign countries under the names of other nations for our own we conceal they're spies right who bring us the books and abstracts and patterns of experiments of all other parts. These we call merchants of light who do it in secret, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole set of others, right? That's like talking about how the the mystery men who collect the experiments of all mechanical arts and the miners and compilers. It's, it's almost like by the end, he's like, yeah, they're doing it behind your back and, and collecting all of this stuff. And there's this secret power somewhere in the Pacific that has all of these, we want to blow up bikini atoll and be done with now. Right. <laughs> I got those Adam and Eve pools. It's clearly bikinis. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, if they're wearing bikinis, uh, but the, <laughs> the entire civilization is just set up as a giant 
merchant spy network mm -hmm. yeah and this is the vision yeah. this is this vision that we we've had the the uh the the editors say you know it's it oh, it's go back it's like truly you should be in horror by now fat has got it right i can teach you how to brew fame bottle glory and even put a stopper in death yes that raleigh at the beginning had said um you know this fable my lord devised and to the end that he might exhibit therein a model or description of a college instituted for the interpreting of nature and the producing of great and marvelous works for the benefit of men under the name of Solomon's house or the college in six days works. And even so far his lordship hath proceeded as to finish that part. Right. So it's, it's this, uh, I, and, and now it's like, I'm not sure now. Um, when I first read this a few years ago, I was like, Oh, this is great. He's thinking in like the Solomonic temple terms and Margaret Barker would be happy because all of this wisdom is still cast in this, sense of we're living within the temple tradition yes yes yeah <laughs> it is not so <laughs> they've divorced it from any kind of consideration of the creator this is the manipulation of the creation that's completely separated from the creator that the, the even the way that they've described the priesthood in Bensalem, mm. it's it's a scientific priesthood. It's got nothing to do with the. I mean, it's described even as a kind of moral priesthood, but that would be something like a humanism or like psychological kind of uh, morality. But there's there there is nothing in terms of communicating with the creator. This is all manipulation of matter. They have they have at the end that they we have certain hymns and services which we say daily of pray of laud and thanks to God for his marvelous works and forms of prayers imploring it's, his aid and blessing for the illumination of our labors and the turning of them into good and holy uses. But yes, it's all you this the utilitarianism is overwhelming. Yes. And it's a kind of it's like a prayers to which God, you know what I mean? Like this kind of uh, vague religion that's not specified. Right. I mean, it's supposed to be Christ, but they don't seem to have any Christian practices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though they have the books, right? So if you're thinking you can get Christianity simply from reading the scriptures, apparently they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> or you could they say can it's, so, animals, it's so purely <laughs> Protestant in, in the sort of strictest yeah. sense, right? It's like there's zero of the church. Yeah the the they yes. they don't learn how to be christian in any and and they don't talk about christ they talk about the you know creator and the merchants of light and stuff like that but what i say it's like yes. who is the who is the bearer of light who's the great light bearer wait i've i've lost myself in our pictures Look at the first book of moses we'll have we'll have michael here fighting fighting the other light bearer <laughs> mm -hmm. right the 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 sleight of hand throughout all of it is even more horrifying when you think was this not luciferian yes right we have the light yes but what kind of light are they operating with mm. yeah is it christ or is it just pure knowledge um 
Well, I think it's it's certainly not just contemplation They're of creation. It's not it's not yeah. the wonders of nature so as to praise God for his mm. his beauty, the beauty. And 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 I'd miss that about the trees. You're right that there's nothing about the beauty of the creation. No, it's all I can extract from it. Yeah. So it's control and domination of nature, of the creation of uh, of all things. It's a kind of Promethean society. Yeah, they've been they've been uh, they've established themselves as a <laughs> as merchants of ways to dominate matter, with with, exactly. with no consideration of the goodness of it or the beauty of it. And they don't seem particularly concerned with truth. I mean, they haven't described any kind of uh, discussion uh, about this. All of their focus has been on the uh, the utility of, of changing the materials that they're they're collecting. So it's very dark. And no meaning of life, right? There's no, yeah. Yeah. Fat saying, go look at the UN or WF or Bilderberg to see how this moral priesthood actually behaves. It, 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 this is, you've got it exactly yeah. right, Fat. That's exactly yep. right. This is the horror of what you realize. And we started with the tease of, you know, to, if you want to predict what's coming, <laughs> somehow mm -hmm. Bacon did in 1624, which is terrifying of itself. But this, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the feel of, and this is, this is one of the things that we're trying to, you know, convey in Draco Chemicus because we have Act One starts in the, in the, more modern moment right it's it's kind of ish 20th century 21st century it's like it's now right but the the characters at the end are going to go through a, a a portal that takes them back in time they're going to end up in the elizabethan period but that this it's all kind of one time right it, it, and as we're writing it we're trying to one they're in distinct sort of moments kind of <laughs> in fable terms right but the problem is modernity is all of this. It's 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 it starts it starts as far back as the 16th century at least, and it's like one moment, and you can see it very clearly in 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 the New Atlantis that they're already imagining what we have now, and I'll go back to the yeah. the I, well okay so this 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 slide this is an interesting one I'm going to read it because you probably can't see it. Um, I came across this experiment described. Um, t two years ago when I was teaching the class, so it was in my slides. And it's researchers at Rochester's Laboratory for Laser Energetics, laser energetics, used the same setup at the recent study to create super ionic ice, shown here in this artistic rendering. In that instance, the ice was not stable. Okie dokie. Scientists just squeezed a water droplet between two diamonds and blasted it to star-like temperatures with one of the world's most powerful lasers. The result was a new and mysterious phase of water. <laughs> Bacon is really delighted right now, right? Yeah. Scientists yeah. just squeezed a water droplet between two diamonds and blasted it to star-like temperatures with one of the world's most powerful lasers. Result was a new and mysterious phase of water. 
called superionic ice, these strange black water exist under the same pressures and temperatures as those at the center of the Earth, a fact that could soon help researchers investigate the secrets buried in the cores of other worlds. Previously, researchers used shock waves to create this weird ice for just 20 nanoseconds before it is dissolved. This new experiment marks the first time that scientists have created stable superionic ice that lasts long enough to be studied in detail. Researchers published their findings October 14th, this is two years ago, in the journal Nature Physics. Mm. <laughs> Yay, science! <laughs> Yay, science! Right! <laughs> I don't feel as excited about this as I think they're hoping. <laughs> You've discovered a new way of manipulating water. By the blueprint of Bensalem, usually it tends to go <laughs> into the direction of something horrifying and ugly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but certainly we've been watching it play out that way in, in so many of the, yeah. I mean, I don't have experiments of hybrid mice for, uh, you know, pictures for you, right? It's like, consider the horror. Oh, the glowing ones? The glowing Are there glowing, the, the, glowing mice? They're glowing mice, yeah, yeah. I've seen glowing, glowing mice. But you're just mixing Something them with light. Like, yeah, What's the problem, right? Up. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think sure. we should hybridize <laughs> mice with jellyfish and then they can have tentacles, right? Well, it's technically natural, isn't it? Technically. It's material. Yes. So so this is, and it is fascinating. So Hans, Aetherizard said he was looking forward to this episode. I'm I'm afraid we're not up to your level of science, Hans, the the waves and and fields. But now we want to have you (laughs) talk about light, right? Because... Bacon has mm-hmm. imagined himself to this edge of their merchants of light. How can you buy and sell light, for goodness sake? Mm. Think of it, the mm. merchants of light. We make jokes of, about what we're doing as pirates, right, with a Y. And here we have Bacon in his, you know, in Draco Chemicus, the, 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 the city that we're imagining is kind of on the waters, like Dubai or Chicago or Bensalem, right? Mm-hmm. So it's in this... this um, border world between land and sea and the electric light Mm. is you know it's a city that's um with electric cold if you think air conditioning right it's 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 cold it's artificially cold just like dubai with this city Mm -hmm. and we're trying to show the effects on the people to be in this environment right it's it's we're very McLuhan-esque as you all know and so the McLuhan-esque problem is this environment has been building for centuries and we're in it and we can't even yep. see that we're in it so much so that we're surrounded by artificial everything. And the artificial, again, well, the artificial, it- don't go, don't, you don't get to pretend that the 19th century was somehow pure and different or the 18th century mm. or the 17th century. <laughs> it's post bacon. We're living in the bacon yes. era. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there are, there are Arabs that are now, uh, in the most fully realized version of this new Atlantis that were born at a time when they still remember no science, <laughs> pre-science Arabia. Yeah. So we've got, this is why Arabs are so interesting. The population has a very rich memory of a world where there is 
no science. It was very mm. magical because Arabia was magical, but no air conditioning or or any of this Atlantean uh, Francis Bacon philosophy touching the t- touching the area. The British arrived and completely recreated the entire Arabian Peninsula in the, in the image of Francis Bacon's new yep. So we've got Saudi Arabians now planning to live in something called the Line. <laughs> no, I Have saw that. that. Yes. Have you seen that yes. horror, the horror show? I was looking at it. I was thinking these people were Bedouins once. They were living on camels and and running around raiding each other. They're going to live in the middle of nowhere fully air conditioned you've got your fake trees you've got your fake food you've got everything fake light fake everything uh yeah it's 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 there the new atlantis the new atlantis yeah yes So Casey says, it'll all end in tears when the upside down is opened up and a monster emerges. Well, we hope so, at least in our story. (laughs) (laughs) And we will show you the true horror of what the, you know, houses of Solomon and the modern research and, you know, institution have created. Yay, space. Mm. Yes. Everything is now space. Yes, we're we're using some of this right now to write the current scene that we're working or the current moment of the scene that we're working on where they're imagining the moonshots probably and codes and gaslighting and CIA and oh my gosh. But to 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 uh, to yeah. understand that yeah. one of our fables point is to help help everyone recognize this this oh, this dragon is incredibly appealing and here we are. Mm. I'm now showing the Hotel Atlantis, right? We're in this Mm. fake world that the merchants of light have created. And we're part of it. Here we are, talking on the light. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we are. So there you go. We have now proved that we knew everything about the internet before everybody else because we were reading bacon. <laughs> Yay, medievalists. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what uh, what what else gets plucked out of his fable. I isn't it? Yeah. I mean Yeah. How much how much more science can you science? Well, we didn't even talk about their marriage customs. So, I mean, the the pools are one thing, right? But the so actually, there is a yeah. hope there. It's like they're celebrating fatherhood, right? It's like you get you get to have a special feast if you have thirty descendants. So maybe maybe we should hope for that part of it, right? But yeah. but there's there's very little. I mean, there's absolutely zero sense of. I mean, the, it, in the in the this is this is hilarious or horrible. Um, in the in the fatherhood mm-hmm. celebration, the mother sits behind a screen. And doesn't get to participate in any of it. <laughs> so I, I, I think we just like you know surrogacy is straight in the in the in the possibility there. Yeah. 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 So actually, yeah. yes, it's all horror. Women, women, women are complicated and annoying and get in the way. Put so them, put them behind a screen. Just, we'll science it. Put them behind a screen and then we'll science our way through. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. it's going to be an interesting yeah be an interesting thing seeing what else they do in the uh, arabian peninsula oh my 
Mm. Fake islands. I fake cities. I, I'm, I'm sure you're all wondering what the answer to all this is. We'll tell you eventually. <laughs> Actually, we've already told you it's in the title of the book. And if you can answer that riddle, you know why uh, there is one truth and we need to live within that light, not the dragons. Yeah. 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 The light of the world. We're not good at closing, yeah. right? Okay. No, we suck. We, so we, we suck, suck at closing. closing. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Live in the in the in the light that that drives out all darkness. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Bye. Mm-hmm.